God bless you. God bless you. And as always, for a third time, God bless you. Sorry we had some issues where everything was updating. Cameras updating, laptops are updating, uh, phones are updating, iPads updating. But finally, we are here. And we would like to just welcome you all into our uh, Monday virtual Bible study. Um, as we, we have said uh, last week, we will continue on from where we were last week, um, where we did our best to speak about holiness, and, 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 and we did our best to um, greet you guys from the thought of, is holiness necessary for um, your everyday life? We'll, we'll give everybody, as a Christian, we'll give everybody just a few minutes that's going to tune in. I'm trying to make sure I can get our iPad up to speed so I can be able to see questions and see answers. Our laptop has, 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 has decided it don't want to work for us today, so we're going to do away with our laptop for today. But truly, we're grateful um, to be here. As always, I'm Pastor Adrian, and alongside me is my lovely and wonderful wife, our own First Lady Sister Brooke. And we're just grateful that uh, God has given us an opportunity to come to you and to do our best um, to try to discuss the word of God, discuss the way that we should live. I don't want everybody to think I want people just looking at me. I, yeah, there that's fine. there we go. Discuss, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, just be able to discuss things with each other to try to um, allow iron to sharpen iron. Um, this past week, uh, my wife and I, we were invited to the gathering place. Uh, a beautiful church in Riverton, Wyoming, where we had the pleasure of, 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 of ministering for our friends Colleen and Pete at the gathering place. That was on Saturday evening, and we returned home and spoke at our own church. And on Sunday morning, um, spoke from the topic of I'm just a messenger. Uh, used the scripture, scripture set where Jesus sent out 70 in the gospel according to Luke, the 10th chapter, in the first of the third verse. And, and he told him, I'm sending you out as lambs amongst wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for them to know what they would have to face. So if you didn't catch that message, tune into that message. It's on our Facebook uh, page under the Tree of Life Church and also under um, our personal pages. Um, that's a message that you definitely um, want to tune into uh, because we answered and we dealt with some things that, that, that other people might not want to deal, deal with, other people might not even want to talk about, but we did our best to do that. Um, we're about six minutes after, eight minutes after, sorry for being late. I'll have our lovely First Lady singers in today, and we'll go ahead and pray, and, and we'll get back into God's people, called to holy living. Sing for us, sugar. Um, I always find myself on Mondays always a little tired, a little draggy. Um, And I find myself ensuring that I get into the presence of God on Mondays because it's the day when I feel like maybe I don't want to the most and that's when I need to the most. And so I'm just gonna sing the simple chorus. I need thee, oh I need thee. I need thee, 
there come back and say yes Lord <laughs> y'all gotta understand what I'm talking about yes. <laughs> you gotta understand what it means to need God Father in heaven in the name of Jesus yes. God we give you the glory honor and praise on this Monday God because you've given us life health and strength God because you decided that we were important enough Father, to have one more day to be among the land of the living. God, we ask you to guide our mouths, Father, guide our tongues. God, guide our ears and guide our hearts. Father, let us be able to love and learn with each other so that we can do our best, Father, uh, uh, to be the sons and daughters you've called for in this last and evil days. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray, God. Amen Amen and amen. Again, God bless you. Uh, we can see your comments and, 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 and your uh, questions at the bottom of our screen on the day. We, we wanted to come back and explore the topic of holiness and holy living as at the Tree of Life Church. We, we do our best and, 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 and uh, I can confidently say as leaders of the church, we pride ourselves in holy living. Uh, we pride ourselves in the aspect of sanctification and living a life sanctified or, or if you don't understand what that means, living a life that's set apart from the world, living a life that's not involved with anything that the world is involved in. I, I, I said on yesterday, it's a beautiful thing because uh, we are in this world, but we're not of this world. Once you give your life to Christ, yes, you are in the world. Yes, you go to Walmart, you go to KFC, you go to Taco Bell, you go to Target, you're in it. But you're not of this world. Your treasures aren't found in this world. Your love isn't found in the world. Uh, your peace isn't found in this world. So we wanted to do our best as a, 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 a new church in Casper. Uh, we're approaching our third year anniversary um, to just let somebody know that we're a holy church. And we believe in living holy because God has called us to live holy. Right. So that's where we'll begin. And, 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 and I'm, I'm unsure 
uh, where we left off from last week. Things have kind of changed in the week. But Mm -hmm. we'll start with... um, um, We were talking a lot about, um, you know, still water. Ah, You know, carrying germs and, you know, being still. And I mean, we kind of go a little bit of... There's so many places to go, it's hard not to kind of deviate a little bit here and there, which all still can come together for the same subject, but... But we do our best to beautifully blend mental health and right. the Word of God together um, because we know Satan wants to be busy with the attacks on, on the, the mind. mind. If, if right. Satan can destroy you mentally, he's destroyed you everywhere Period. else. That's right. uh, 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 they always say if you sever the head, the body has to follow. So if Satan can cut our heads or cut us in our minds, That's our right. body must follow where our mind is went. So if our mind is dead, yep. then our body is dead. Right. If our mind is dead, how can we feed our spirits? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we'll do our best today to be, you know, to be the same, um, to beautifully blend this, 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 this mental health of life mm-hmm. alongside with the Word of God. Um, I, I may read from the King James Version tonight. I may read from the NIV tonight. I have a little bit of both. Um, if nobody has questions or nobody has things that they want us to tackle, um, let us preface it by saying we don't have to. Uh, go in our direction or, or go no. where we are. If God has given you something that you want us to speak on, something that you want us to address, if something in holiness confuses you, if you live in yeah. a community where um, um, you've always found it fine to drink wine, let's say, yeah. or, or, or you've always found it fine to, you know, have a smoke every now and again, yes. you know, or, or mm-hmm. you, 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 know, you know, you know, say some curse words every now and again. Uh, you, you, you may even mm-hmm. be in a day or be in an area where you might have found it okay to do some fornicating and, and nobody, mm-hmm. you know, really stands and teaches or talks against it. Listen, we're not condemning anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we were preached out of our sin. Right. Somebody had to teach us how to live a life that was pleasing unto God. Um, so we want to do the same, but we want, well, we don't want to do it because we think so. Uh, we want to give you what God says. Right. Um, we I want believe, to just live better. Yes. You know, I always say that what do we have to lose by living better, right? What do we have to lose? But what are we losing if we're not living better and we were supposed to? You know, it, it's such, um, it, it's black and white as you were talking about on Sunday. And it's, it's really, if you think about it, it's kind of an easy concept in a sense. I'm not saying it's easy to get there. I know that there's temptations, there's things that look good, but to be able to think about, well, what do I have to lose by not drinking? Well, I really don't have anything to lose, but what if I drink and I'm not really supposed to? What do you have to lose? Well, you possibly your soul, your salvation. And see, that's where I actually was going to go today. Well, um, as usual, we're I mean, connected spiritually. Blessings before <laughs> God. Um, I don't think nobody, you know, truthfully just wants to go to hell. Oh, no, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I do hear people sometimes joke and say, like, oh, I'm going to party in hell. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I think it's really yeah. jokingly. Yeah, for um, sure. I'm reminded of the story in the Bible uh, when the rich man refused right. to feed Lazarus. Right. And, 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 and I'm a paraphrasing and, and then we'll go. Um, and as we know, the rich man didn't feed Lazarus. Lazarus died, ended up in the bosom of Abraham. The rich man died, ended up uh, in, in, in hell looking up, right. asking for it's Lazarus right. to be able to dip his finger mm-hmm. in water to cool his tongue. And yeah. Abraham explained to him, you know, there's a great gully. Oh, there's a great gulf or, or what it is. There's a great divide, right. like, uh, yeah. a, a divisor mm-hmm. that's separating you and I. And, you know, you wouldn't listen to the prophets. Mm. 
you wouldn't listen to those that were living. So why would I send someone back from the dead to warn your brothers and sisters of what could come to them if they don't live a life that's indicative of Christ? So I said all that to go where we're going to begin today. And it's just simply of, like I said, I don't believe nobody truly wants to live their life mm -hmm. and end up on judgment day or the day of judgment, hearing God tell them, depart from me. I know you not, you worker of iniquity. So, you know, we do our best. Again, we're not perfect. Uh, we lived in sin. If you know me, I tell you everything I've done, everything I've been through, and I'm not ashamed of it because it was a part of my I was story. But I live in the I am life. I, I don't live in the I was story. I, I live in the I am or the I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me life. That's the, the part of life that I live in. Uh, if I stuck with the I was days, I would be dead on today. So mm -hmm. was and would would equal death. And That's I am right. and is equals life after death. Um, but let's go into our first scripture on the day. You know, um, and it just says, make every effort. This is found in Hebrews 12 and 14. Mm -hmm. And I'm reading from the NIV version. Hebrews 12 and 14 says, make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Mm -hmm. But what's so beautiful is it comes back and says, without holiness, mm -hmm. no one will That's see the Lord. What is that? Pretty tradition? black and white. Um, so you have to make every effort, every effort. So how much effort do you put into ensuring that you eat that day? Like food, right? Eat every day. How much effort do you put into ensuring that you go to your job every day? Or something that means a lot to you, right? So I say this sometimes. Uh, Jonathan McReynolds sings a song that we make room for our priorities, for what we want. We sure make priorities for them. Or we make room in our schedule and during our day. So we're making every effort to meet our own priorities. So this is saying make every effort to live in peace, hmm. right? So is that, it means to make it a big priority, right? Mm -hmm. Every effort, every effort you have. It doesn't every say, just, you know, try to, you know, just try. It's saying, no, make every effort to live in peace and without, uh, with everyone. So make peace with everyone. So um, whoever it is that you're disgruntled with or has done you wrong, no matter what the situation is, it doesn't, there's no room for saying accept, right? There's no accept in there. Make peace with everyone and to be holy, which we're trying to discuss. That's what this Bible studies, uh, last couple Bible studies have been about is to discuss what that means. Without holiness, no one. And say some, you know, some might. It says no one. No one. We'll see the Lord. To me, that's big. That's huge. Um, because if we think about it, if, if, Nobody had gas in mm -hmm. their car. There would be no cars on the street. Right. And if nobody had money to go buy gasoline, right. there will be no need for the gasoline company. Mm -hmm. So it's almost as if, if nobody lived holy, mm -hmm. the Bible says no one would see the Lord. Right. And if nobody could see the Lord, then what's the use of having an earth full of people? Because nobody is living holy. Yeah. Um, so... Again, we, we must understand that the definition of holiness just simply means that you're dedicated. Mm -hmm. You're dedicated to living to please God. 
And when you're dedicated to living, and, 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 and that's a, a, a dictionary definition mixed in with a few other things to just try to make it plain mm -hmm. and simple. I can open up Webster's and read you exactly what Webster's has to say, mm -hmm. but that has no application to your life. Right. Uh, holiness is living a life as, as, if, as if we know God is watching us, but if God sat down right mm -hmm. in front of you and you didn't know he was behind you, would he be pleased with what he see right. out of your he life? See, he see it, he all see anyway. it anyway. He sees the thoughts that nobody else sees. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so, so that's that's just, and I know it's it's tough. Mm -hmm. uh, the message that God gave me yesterday was tough. Right. And when God gives you tough messages, as pastors, we know if God gives you the message to you know the message to be a, a, a to speak things to somebody that might be chastising in nature or, right. or, or, or that might make somebody have to do a self-examination. Right. It hurts us before we give it to you. Mm -hmm. But God told me yesterday, he said, you know, I chastise those that I love. So don't be That's hurt right. because I'm using you to, to, you know, to deliver a message. Right. That's what you sound to you. Be happy right. or, 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 or be okay because I found somebody that's worth willing. and willing to do what I'm telling them to yeah. do. So I'll say it again. Holiness is just having a dedication to living a life that's pleasing mm -hmm. to God. And, and if you're living your life that's pleasing to God, that means you're reading the word of God. That means you're studying the word of God. That means you're in the word of God. That means you're growing from a milk eater or, or, or the Genesis 1 and 1 uh, 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 down into the John, down into the Thessalonians, down into Paul teachings. That means you're growing along with the words. You're living, you're eating, you're growing. When you have a child, when a baby is born, a baby begins on milk. Um, nine times out of ten is from a mother. If a mother right. is unable, then it's from a formula style, and they grow from that type of milk onto the baby can of carrots and peas and right. mashed potatoes, and they go from that uh, 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 to 2% milk and or, or, or soy milk yeah. or vitamin and D milk. There's all these different stages of eating, but That's within right. the eating, there's growth. Right. So if you're truly eating, you're growing. If you're not truly eating, you're not really growing. Right. That's a um, really good way um, to put that. Um, um, mm -hmm. If you're eating the Word of God, That's right. you're able to see yourself or in the on Word Sundays of God. Sundays from your pastors. Um, or if you're okay. eating from your pastors, I know right now we're blessed. I listen to a message. Um, uh, 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 um, from Bishop Don W. Shelby this day, it was called a divine re reversal. Oh my God! Mm -hmm. Oh, he preached this message. So right now we're able to get these dynamic messages from these bishops and pastors who are not in our town because everything is virtual. Right. And you're able to eat. I mean, you're able to stuff yourself or, or gorge yeah. yourself with the word of God and it never becomes incomplete. Right. Sugar, if, 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 if when you're talking to your clients, mm -hmm. since we're talking a little bit about eating and growth, sure. how do you help your clients that come in and they're starving when they get in? Mm -hmm. How do you help them realize that they're starving? Not how do you help them eat? Right. Because you have to realize you're starving before you eat. Right. How do you help them realize that they are starving? Um, I usually point out the different deficiencies that they have in their life so the different areas that they feel like um, are lacking so if they're complaining that their relationship isn't going anywhere um, or they're complaining that the relationships in their life are just sort of full of turmoil or perhaps they're um, they're they're discussing all the anxieties they have those different things so we began to kind of discuss 
the voids that they have. And then from the voids, we realize that there's certain things, the way that God has made us, that we need to be able to survive, mm. right? So some of these things, I'm going a little psychology on you. Give me one second. Is Maslow's hierarchy of needs, mm. which is your basic needs, right? You've got your food, your shelter, um, protection, you know, those type of things. You're very basic. Your next is love, acceptance. Um, and then, it, you know, it continues to go up. So usually when somebody is really hungry and deficient in something, it's because one of those needs aren't being met. Mm. Um, and so we, we began to examine that and look at that. And that's kind of how they began to notice the areas, more pinpointing of the areas where they're lacking that's causing the starvation of whatever. I liken it to, because I've probably been on every diet there is. <laughs> and I liken it to a diet that if we went on a diet, right, which we do all the time. Yeah. And you deprive yourself of something you love. And then you decide to go back to that thing. Do you not overdo it usually? You do. Right? Because you've deprived yourself. Okay. Right? So it's the same thing in life. If we're depriving ourselves from something, that means that we're, we're usually starving in that area. Okay. And so then when we get it, we overgorge ourselves. So would you say that psychology or the role of a psychologist or a psychiatrist is to um, speak to individuals and help them identify the areas where their lives are inefficient. Yeah, I and, think that's accurate. And help them find some level of sufficiency within their lives. Right. Um, as I don't like to use the word normal because I'm not normal, so I well, don't use like. But uh, there is there's a level of what we call it is a quality of life. Correct. You want to have a level of a quality of life. Correct. And so that's our goal is to help them reach whatever that quality is for them. Okay. So, so shout out to uh, my friend and brother, Elvin Owens. He said that we are not normal. We are not, not normal. We are children normal. of God. And as children of God, that's guess right. what? We are not We're not normal. normal. And I'm all right uh, with that. We're supposed to be peculiar we're anyway. We're supposed to be. And so, actually, that would be a really good point to make when we're talking about holiness, okay. right? Okay. So if we're peculiar... Okay. But yet we're doing everything like the world is doing, then how is that peculiar? Well, see, that's where, you know, that's a good place to go because the scripture tells us, as you know, it's a very common scripture. It says, well, for come out from among them and be, be ye separate, separate saith the Lord. Lord. And it says, and touch not the unclean thing. But what is that? That's but, I, mean, I mean, well, that's what people start at. That's, right. what, that's what people stop at, rather. Mm -hmm. They never... In, they never input the end part and said, then I will receive you. Right. So you can't touch the unclean thing and then believe that you're going to be received by God. And, 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 and God Unless was... Unless repentance and you turn from that. Correct. Right. So, 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 but God was so good to us. He said, in order for me to receive you, mm -hmm. you mustn't touch the... You, you must come out from where you were. Right. You mustn't touch the unclean thing. I mean, mm -hmm. so, so you shouldn't be confused about what can you or can't you touch mm -hmm. because you had to come away from what you used to touch. Mm -hmm. uh, like I always say, no father is going to put a baby rattlesnake in a cage in, no. a, in, in, a, the, bed. in the bed with their mm -hmm. baby right. because this rattlesnake don't know what it's going to pump mm -hmm. into the child. It's going to latch on, and when it latch right. on, it's going to give it all that, it's ha all that it has. Yeah. So why in the world would God put us in a pit of snakes? Right. If God hadn't given us the keys to be able to live our life pleasing to him. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I think within the aspect of being peculiar people, 
Um, what, what that means is our spirits are different. Um, right. So when you walk into the room, a room people should say, mm, he's, he's different. That's, no, that's something different. Well, Without you, them even saying anything necessarily. Well, what well, the songwriter said, when you walked into the room, the dead begin to rise. Mm -hmm. So the songwriter said, when, as Jesus walked into the room, right. the dead begin to rise. Jesus mm -hmm. has blessed us with his spirit inside right. of us. Power. So when we walk into the room, the power that right. God has given us is supposed to wake the dead. Pretty much, that, that's pretty the holiness that lives in us yeah. is supposed to be able to wake those that are spiritually mm -hmm. dead. People, are, people should want to know what are you doing in your life? People yeah. should want to know why in the world are you walking around smiling and happy mm -hmm. and the world is in chaos. Right. I, that's right. I had, um, I, I said this on a Sunday. It, it's kind of a testimony, but it's also so humbling. I had a client um, the other day tell me, um, you know what I pray for every time I pray? I said, what's that? They said to have what you have, to be like you. And I said, oh, that's, <laughs> you know, that's pretty humbling because I'm definitely not perfect. I've got a whole lot of growth I need to still do and get to. And then they also said um, to me, that whatever you have, hmm. I want. See, see, people want it, but they have no idea what the sac what your sacrifice they was to get it. They don't. People don't realize and what I, you. And I began to yeah, go into that. With there that you go. Um, but but today we're so great because Christ yeah. was the sacrifice. Right. The things that we speak about here, you got to understand, Christ was already the sacrifice. Christ already sacrificed all so that we could have all. I said it yesterday. God gave up everything, everything. so we can have anything. I'm like, not just not just this, that, or other. God gave up everything. He gave up every single thing. So we can have a royal. Life. So you and I can have anything through He that He gave up to He who He gave up. Y'all got to understand and y'all got to catch that on the day. But, but, but the Bible tells us, let's, let's, let's go here. Second Timothy 1 and 9 says, uh -huh. and I'm reading out the, I got the, the, the King James in my hand. I'm just making sure that nothing has been switched over. I'm reading to you from the NIV version. It says, he saved us. He has saved us and called us to a holy life. So Jesus has saved us and caused us, called us to a holy life. What has he saved us from? Mm -hmm. He saved us from sin. He saved us from death. He saved us from damnation. Shame. He saved us from shame. Guilt. Saved us from guilt. He saved us from ridicule. Yeah. He saved us, saved us from habits. He saved us from yeah. all these things. Right. But when he saved us, he called us to live holy. The Bible says not because of anything we have done. Right. There, there it is again. Not because of anything that we could have done. No. But because of his own purpose and grace. Right. The scripture finishes by saying this grace was given in us, given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Wow. Wow. So my wife works as a psychologist, well, as a, as a mental health therapist. She's just about done with her doctorate for her psychology degree. Um, her field was founded mm -hmm. light years ago. Right. And all they're doing is building on the building blocks of her field. Right. But the word of God was founded before, before the time. beginning That's of time. Amazing. And you realize we're teaching the same word of God. Mm -hmm. We may be in a different era 
We may be in a different zip code. We may have crossed over color barriers and racial barriers and financial barriers. And we have come together to do our best to uh, produce and provide an interracial ministry. But you must understand the grace that God given to us through Christ Jesus was done before the beginning of time. But it all ties back to us living holy. It does. There is no, we got grace. Let me, let me clean that up. We got grace. We got mercy. The Bible says, surely goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I'm one to say you should never turn and bump your head because you got goodness on your right and you got mercy on your left. Yes, and if you really got, if you really leaning and depending on these bumpers, every time you get ready to walk off path, that bumper going to bump you back over to where you supposed to go. <laughs> every time, I mean, come on, think right. about bumper cars. Yeah. You know, think about when you're on the go-kart track and you got the goat right. and no matter what right. wall you hit, right. it bounces you back. So if you truly leaning on your goodness and you truly leaning on your mercy and you live in a holy life, yeah. no matter which way you get bounced, you bouncing straight back to God. Right. You're still on the path. You might you might get a little messy within, you know, your uh, your straight, but you're still on the path. So so, so I'm your client and I, and I've messed up. How do you get me back on the right path? We're no. right at 7 o'clock. You have to see that you've messed up. It's, mm. not, it's not up to me to decide that. Mm. Because our ideas of messing up is different. And it's not about me. Mm. It's about you. So it's not about you. No. It's about me. Right. Well, help me. I so do you, do you feel like you messed up? Yeah, I have. Okay. But I feel like God understands. Okay. All right. So if you feel like you messed up, but God understands, there's discrepancy there. Okay. Then if you feel like you've messed up, but yet God understands, then that almost contradicts one another, right? Because then you didn't mess up if he understands. So are you saying to me that God is a God that don't understand? You know, you say this a lot. You talk about this. And it can be really, you know... Some people would say, oh, yeah, because we, we've heard that a lot. Oh, yeah, me and God have an understanding. I do this, but God and I, we have an, maybe I'm not in your relationship with God, right? So I can't judge where you're at within your relationship. But I do know the sacrifice that God made sending his son down. Hmm. And that through that, I can't imagine him understanding anything because of the sacrifice. You know, I do say that despite what we think and despite what we feel, we have to understand what happened to Jesus mm -hmm. when Jesus was being crucified. We have to right. understand the ridicule Jesus went through. Right. Um, I, I, God has yet given me a message that, I, I, that, that he hasn't finished um, articulating to me so I can be able to give it to you where you can understand it. Um, um, so I'm, 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 I'm waiting on this message, but I promise mm -hmm. you don't want to miss this, that message, but you don't want to miss this Sunday's message. We're going to stop real fast. This is our 705. This we should is have some we, type of like, like a break, like a, yeah, some type know. of music on the middle. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to us. Um, um, we're doing our best today to talk holiness, to talk about holiness, to talk about God's people. Yes. Uh, a call to holy living and it's not a title that we came up in the uh, the mighty church of god in christ uh is this is the theme for the year god's people called to holy living um so that's where we're talking from tonight I, in just a few moments we'll we'll put our information on the bottom of the screen um but 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 
don't miss this coming Sunday. Mm -hmm. This is our Overcomer Sunday. Overcomer. Um, this is our third third month in a row that we've dedicated the fourth Sunday to overcoming to our Overcomer Sunday. If you want to come in and you want to shout, you want to dance, you want to scream, you want to holler, you want to get with the church house band and, and, and jam out with the church house band, do that. Um, it's, 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 it's open to you. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to give you an early droplet to tell you what we're speaking about this Sunday. You Just know Sunday. it's going to be an Overcomer Sunday. Mm -hmm. So the title or, 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 or the title of the message is going to be all about overcoming. If you're dealing with depression, if, you, if, you, if you're dealing with anxiety, if you're dealing with an eating disorder, somebody out there got an eating disorder. If you're dealing with a, a, right. a, 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 a drinking disorder, if you're dealing with a blindness disorder, if you're dealing with a drug disorder, mm -hmm. if you're dealing with a, a, a backwards mind disorder, order what I mean by backwards mind is, is is you believe you can be intoxicated and God will speak and use through use you through your intoxication you don't want to miss this if, if you're dealing with an alcohol problem a crack cocaine problem a methamphetamine problem a, a, a tobacco problem whatever you're dealing with this is your Sunday Negativity, to over come negativity oppression doubt listen poverty spiritually poverty physically problems in your marriage jesus died so that you don't have to deal with or fight right. with none of this stuff any of the demons that's walking through the earth that's switching from body to body that's joining together and creating lesions or armies of demons to beat you jesus mm -hmm. has already died and defeated everything that you're fighting so this coming sunday is going to be the over and overcomer sunday they're not saying it's no greater than the next. We've just dedicated the fourth Sunday to being an overcomer Sunday. If you got something that's holding you down, come on out, come with us, and overcome with us. Uh, let's get back into this. We're gonna we're gonna go about 15 more minutes, All right. and, and then we'll call it over. Um, the Bible tells us in Leviticus, Old Testament, uh, right after uh, uh, Exodus, Genesis. I'm sorry, Leviticus 20 and 26. The Bible says, and ye shall be holy unto me, for I, the Lord, am holy and have severed you. Come on now. Right. Listen. He said, I have severed you. Set. I have severed. Right. Se uh, severed. S-E-V-E-R-E-D. I'm, I'm putting it in the I have set you. Right. I have cut you. Right. I have uh, disconnected you. Apart. I have removed you. I have placed you over here. I heard the great Bishop Don W. Shelby say on another message. He said, poverty, you over here. Success, you over here. Yeah. He, he, he said, we're drawing the lines. God said, I have severed you from other people. Come on. Mm -hmm. Not just not just your habits. Come on now. Not just the things that you're dealing with. God mm -hmm. said, he has severed you from other people. Mm -hmm. That you should right. be mine. I think he, he preached this last Sunday with something about healing me from people. Come on. Healing from people, right? Listen, God said to be holy. Yeah, because he is holy. Because he is holy. Right. And within this, he said he has severed you severed. from other people. It's a pretty strong word. Severed. Right. He said, I cut you. When I think about severed, I think like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. I cut you off. Right. If, if. If you're teaching relapse prevention, which is a group that she has, relapse pre prevention, you're doing your best to sever those who used to be addicts mm -hmm. from whatever they were addicted to. Mm -hmm. Now, as people and people of God, we must understand when God say he has severed us, right. he has severed us from our addictions. Mm -hmm. He has severed us from those who help drive our addictions because sometimes it's not us. It's those who we in bed right. with. They say it's the people, the places you're around. 
mm-hmm. people you're around, some, it helps you fall right back into where you've been. So help me understand, I, I come to Restoring Hope, mm-hmm. and, and I need you to help sever me. Mm-hmm. Do you want it? I want it. Are you sure you really I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so tired of waking up mm-hmm. and going to sleep hungover. Your actions I will want show it. that. Right? Your actions will show it. So, so you, you're, you're not going to be around the same people. You're not going to do what you did. But it's my family. You're not going to say what you did. But it's my you friends. You don't care. You don't care because you don't want that life no more. So that's the way we must view sin. Absolutely. That's the way we must view our addictions. Mm-hmm. That's the way we must abuse. See, 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 what I want you to understand today is when you've abused a substance for so long, and I can only say it because I've been there, it no longer becomes an addiction. Mm-mm. Now this is your affliction. Yeah, and dependency. Because yeah. the, your addictions don't kill you. Your addictions are things you can stop. The things that kill you are the things that inflict pain or death into your body. Mm. So if you're an alcoholic and you get drunk twice of your whole life, you're not an addict. No. Matter of fact, you call yourself a, 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 a occasional drinker. Right, social. A social drinker. Right. But if you begin to affect your organs, you begin right. to affect your liver, you begin to affect your eyes and right. become jaundiced and yep. your skin color be, be, begins to change. Your afflictions is what kills you. Right. That's why God told us the afflictions of the, the righteous, righteous are many. Not the addictions. Mm. Because the addictions are only a, a baby steps what to are an the, affliction. What are the afflictions of the righteous then? Uh, we deal with the same pain. Mm-hmm. We deal with depression. We deal with self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 we deal with financial issues. We deal with persecution. Uh, mm-hmm. we, our bodies fall apart. We need surgery. Right. Uh, 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 people talk about us in the community. Uh, we sometimes can't feed our family. Yeah. Uh, uh, we sometimes are thrown in prison. Look at the disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're poisoned. Look at the disciples. But what's between people that deal with that in the world and people that are in Christ that deal with that? God. Difference? God. The power of God is what keeps us. Mm-hmm. The power of God is what encourages us. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says the Lord is my shelter and I shall not want. Shepherd. Sh- shepherd and we and, and I shall not want. So what you got to understand is. my shelter too though. That's all right. I mean what, what God said he was our shelter. God said he was our buckler. God said that, uh, 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 that he was our banner. God said he was he who sanctified. You know God, God is all these things. But we got to understand that God is our shelter while we're addicted. Yeah. Because if we come out. He covers you covered us. me a whole lot. How many times have we been out there using drugs mm-hmm. and, and we should have overdosed? Right. Uh, we know we don't use too much. Yeah. yeah. God covered us even in the midst of our junk. That's right. But the beautiful thing is I like to say, God said, I'm going to say it again because it is so strong. He said, I have severed you. Mm. But the severed is an ED. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, I That's will. Tense. He didn't say, I will sever you. He didn't say, I can sever you. He didn't say, I shall sever you. He said, I have severed you. It's already over. It's said and done. All you got to do is believe that God has severed you. That's it. You have to believe. You got to believe it. It's that doubt and it's that shame that holds on to us. Oh, come on, girl. Yeah. You got to believe it. You have to believe it. The Bible tells us uh, uh, we must confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus. Right. But then it stops and says, but we must believe in our hearts that God has raised him from the dead. Mm -hmm. So that tells you, if you don't believe it, your confession has no power. Mm. If you don't believe it, your confession has no power. Somebody want to know how do I live holy? You have to believe you can live holy, but then you have to confess with your mouth every single day that you can live holy. Mm -hmm. Bishop Charles Mason. 
the founder of the Church of God in Christ. They said he would ride around and he would rebuke his thoughts. He would rebuke the things that would come to him. Why? He was continuing, the Bible tells us, to die daily. daily. Now yeah, we're just important. talking about living holy. That's a really important listen, scripture. Listen, really we must, important. we, we, we got to kill that thing. You. Amen. Yep. Mm -hmm. Amen. We got to kill this thing every daily. single day. We can't come complacent. Every day. We must kill it. Mm -hmm. um, we can't go back and, 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 and feed it life if you don't want to plant. Uh, and say your, say your grass has a fungus. And, and this is the best way to explain this. Your grass has a fungus. And, and you do all the research and they tell you you've got two options. You can take your bulldozer and bulldoze the whole grass and plant all new grass. Or you know what you can do? They say for a whole season, you've got to tarp off your whole grass to kill it so it won't get sunlight. Then that way the fungus won't grow. Your grass won't grow, but the fungus won't grow. That tells you I've had some bad grass in my life. And I've had to figure out how to change the fungus from growing with my grass. There's no way between sin wanting to grow inside of your spirit as a man and woman of God. Mm. Sin is nothing but a fungus in right. the grass that God is watering every single day to teach you and show you that you can live holy. You got two yeah. options when you begin to see this fungus come. You can repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, or you can keep on allowing the fungus to grow, and sooner or later, you gonna die right. along with the fungus. Uh -huh. The fungus only has a lifespan. When the grass can't feed it, the fungus has to die. So when you can no longer feed your sins, your sins are gonna snuff and take you out. It's important for you to understand on today that God wants to water the grass. God wants to water your spirit. The reason that's that right. I use grass is because grass grows. Grass sprouts up. Yeah, it turns green. Analogy. It turns beautiful. Mm -hmm. If you manicure it, oh my gosh, you can sell a house that's trashed on the inside because of the manicured lawn on the that's outside. Right. How many of us are manicuring our lawns on mm -hmm. the outside? How many of us are manicuring our lawns to keep our spirit on the inside right. watered by God? If our spirits are alive on the inside, mm -hmm. but we're not watering the outside of our spirits. We're not ensuring this body is staying where God. We're not allowing our eyes to wonder fellas. We're not allowing our hearts to wonder ladies. We stand and we stand in with the word of God and believing on the truth of God. Somebody again wants to know how to live holy. Mm. The Bible says the wheat and the tear yep. grew together. Mm -hmm. So we can look at this in this form and fashion. Yep. That which God wants to grow and that which you want to grow, right. going to grow together. Wants to grow. You're going to grow them together because the sin don't want to let you go. Nope. When I'm in relapse prevention, I don't mm -hmm. really, I say I want to quit right. drinking. But the drink don't want to let me go. That's absolutely right. The buddies don't want to let That's me right. go. Uh, 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 the women the don't want No, the yeah. The facade that the, it brings happiness. Or hallelujah. The facade that it brings hallelujah. Um, contentment hallelujah. or the, the facade that it, that it solves your problems. It's, it's all a facade. Yeah. So when we're talking about this grass, as I say, we're not talking about turf. And that's what those addictions are, is the turf. Right? There's nothing to it. Oh, There's nothing man. that can make it grow. There's oh, nothing that can... Now, now that's good. Now, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, but... That's, yeah. to, that's the truth about... The enemy might present you with, look at this grass. I it's just grass turf. For you, but it's turf. It's just turf. And there's, what do you need to grow turf? No nutrients. <laughs> no nothing. nothing. Just put it down. Just 
You just look pretty. You ain't even got to cut it. Mm -hmm. It just grows. That's right. We but, had some neighbors have some dirt. Yeah, we sure do got <laughs> some neighbors. we'd be like in the middle good. of the blizzard and they got this green <laughs> and they grass. they got green grass. <laughs> well, grass. We, you, you know, we got to <laughs> understand that that's what we have on today. Yeah. You got to understand that that's what we're facing. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and that's what we're dealing with on yeah. today. Satan wants to infiltrate the growing parts of your spirit. Right. Satan wants to come in and tell you, ah, you can do this. Ah, you can do that. Ah, right. God, I'll give you time. Ah, yeah, God, forgive that's it. That's a big one. Oh, God ain't really worried. Listen, don't you still hear God talking to you? And we get so far, we don't even realize it ain't God talking. We get so far to listening to the things that's going on in come our on. mind, we don't even realize God ain't even doing the watering. God done backed all the way up. You done put God all the way back here. You thinking you controlling everything. And, and He's like, all right, well. You thinking you controlling go ahead. God. I'm, I'm going to step back here and watch to see what kind of mess you're going to make. And then when you call on me, well, I might be there. But, you know, at that point in time, there might be some chastising too. You know, we're not trying to say uh, again that, you know, you do this or you do that, you do this or you do that. What we're telling you to do is what God has, taught, has told us to do. Right. Um, and I'll say again, we don't claim to be bigger or better or mightier or nothing to nobody no, not else. Um, when God called us, we understood God called us to live holy. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, I've come across a, a lot of people in my life. That, that, that they have no idea what holiness is. Mm -hmm. They think that it can just be the same old every day as when before they got saved. Um, we're not yeah. even going to talk about the, the situations where people tell you that they're saved. And they, yeah. you know, they, they badmouth you. They curse you. That's right. You, 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 you know, like I say, they read the tarot cards and they go, wait a minute. You got to understand witchcraft yeah. and God and all these they things. Don't they don't go together. They, you know, this is not... These things are not of God. So we, we, we want to do our best mm -hmm. um, to just present the truth. Um, we're young folks. God has blessed us to be called out from among them in our youth. So the Bible says, let nobody despise your youth. Don't, don't let nobody talk about you, but don't you despise your youth. Right. Don't you don't not you be not used. In you. Yeah. you know why you in your youth. That's this is right. when God, we got a work to do. And, and this is what we, this, this, this is where we going to close. We got a work we to do. work to do. And, and, and we can get old if we want to. Yeah. We yet got a work to do. Therefore, you got to, you got to set yourself above, right? Be better. So if you're like, well, you know, sister so-and-so or whatever, they don't do this or they don't do that. So I'm, I'm all right if I do that. Don't compare yourself to what other people are doing. You do as you are convicted to do. If you're convicted about something, don't run from it. Mm. Turn your life and change that whatever it is that you're convicted about. Because tomorrow is not promised. I think across the, across the world we've seen in these last few months. Right. That. God is doing some stirring. Um, tomorrow isn't promised. No, it's um, not. Some of the giants of the church have died. Yeah. Um, leaving uh, 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 their... Um, proteges to pick up their mantles and in certain areas uh, we haven't had that much impact but yet we yet believe contrary mm -hmm. to the word of God yeah. and no matter what your zip code is as I said yesterday there is no gray areas in God no. uh, I, I know you can I'm preparing to go on my 
uh, hunt this year. So we're mapping out where we're going to actually go elk hunting. And you can see on the map, you got it grayed and green and red where you can go. There's no gray areas in, in the map of God. No. Either, either you living for God you or you're not living for God. Period. Even if you're doing your best to come back. Mm -hmm. My granddad used to tell, the, uh, tell a story about a farmer who had a squirrel that was eating up his crops. So the post squirrel would run away from the farmer and get up in the trees. And he would jump tree to tree to tree to tree so the squirrel couldn't catch him. So, I mean, the farmer couldn't catch him. So my granddad said the farmer got smart. The farmer waited till the squirrel was in between the, the second tree and the third tree. And he caught him in midair and shot him. And that's how he was able to stop the squirrel. So you got to understand it's not going to be black and white that God is going to wait for you, for you to finally give your life, for mm -hmm. you to finally say, God, I'm ready to be saved, wow. for you to finally say, God, I'm not going to keep on doing my doing my life. God, I'm, I, I know I'm praying. It's but in that lukewarm yeah, area. Yeah, it's in that lukewarm. It's in that period of comfort where, where you think you're just jumping across and nobody can catch you that your life going to be snuffed out. Mm. And that's where your judgment is going to be. It's in that same period of flight. It ain't going to yeah. be when you're landing. You're going to be flying from A into B. And when you get in the middle of there, that's where things are going to change for so you. So what do you have to lose to be all in? Nothing. All in. Nothing. <clears throat> you may lose. So you live your life stricter than the next person. So what? Okay. So what? All right. What, uh, what is that going to do? So what? That, what harm is that going to do? It's well, not going to be. This is what the Bible tells us. The Bible says, I will show the holiness of my great name, yeah. which has been profaned among the nations. The name you have profaned among them. Mm -hmm. So this is, this, this is where they're not talking good about it. Right. He said, then the nations will know that I am Lord, declares the sovereign Lord, when I am proved holy mm. before their eyes. So you got to understand, in the day that we live in the day, the word and the name of God, the name of Jesus, it's been slandered. It's, yeah, it's almost been as abundant or treated as an abundance as fresh water. But talk to a town that don't have fresh water to drink. Yeah. They turn on their faucets. They can't drink. They can't even take a bath in water without worrying. That's how they've attempted to make the name or mm -hmm. the, the name and the praise of God to be. It's, 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 un, it's just free. Every time you turn it, every, no matter you what you do, no matter it. what, you just turn your faucet on and there it is. There's consequence to not serving and not living as God has called for you to be. God wants to use you today, my brothers and sisters, to prove that holiness mm -hmm. is still available, to prove that holiness is still possible, to prove that holiness is the way of life. He's so good to us that he told us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if you think about why I can't get over the hump, why I just don't seem to mm -hmm. understand, because if you're not living as you know you should live, right. then you don't really fear God. Mm, if you know right. that God is that's coming back, that's right. Come on now, you know God is coming back for a church that's already ready, and you know no, this without blemish, without spot or wrinkle. That's you right. know this. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna go to Brooke for her counseling service, and your insurance keep bouncing. She ain't gonna see you. You got to balance, and you then if you if you keep playing, she gonna send you a collections notice that she got to pick up on. Same thing happens with God. We get mm -hmm. collection notices. 
Our bodies begin to fail. Eyes go bad. Teeth fall out. Hearts ache. Backs ache. Start to stroke and start to. These are collection notices. Get your bills together. Get your. I mean, come on. Think about this, y'all. Let's step into a different. Let's step into the realm of understanding. He said, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom." Yeah, that's true. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So if you don't fear God, you don't fear Jesus. If you don't fear God, you don't fear the power of the Holy Ghost. Right. If you don't fear God and you don't feel the power of the Holy Ghost and you don't fear Jesus, you have nothing. So again, yeah. uh, 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 we just want to give you holiness. Um, again, we're not perfect. If you read my resume of sins, you will find a whole lot of stuff that say, Adrian, you're disqualified. Mm -hmm. But again, you'll tell, I can be able to look at you with confidence and say, that was the I am. Uh -huh. That was the I was. We're talking about the now. I'm right. qualified these because I can do all things yep. through Christ Jesus. Amen. And Christ Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. So yes. we're going to go one more week uh, uh, speaking yeah. on, on, on holiness. Um, and, and the aspect of God's people called to live holy. Don't be surprised if you get this every week for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Because it's so important it's really to me. Important. To, it's really what's going to get you from that to, from what you are now to that next step. Um, I had this brother that said that, you know, he's been, he's been kind of in this different church and he's been doing things for so long. And then he experienced a really, a really dynamic touch of God and said, this is what I've been searching for. So holiness will get you to that next, this is what I've been searching for. Because of the way we dedicate and sacrifice ourselves and live better than the world's going to live, he's going to bless you for that. He's going to touch you for that. It's going to get you into that next, that next, I don't know, I guess all I can think of is level, but that, you know, we grow within our relationship with God. We do. Don't just settle for like, yep, I pray and... And sometimes God speaks to me and he, there's so much more. There's so much. There's never, as, as I like to say, you know, within going back to the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we talk about how there's this self-efficacy, which means that you're the best version that you can possibly be. There's no more growth. You're just absolute, almost perfection, which isn't a possibility, but we can strive for it. So there's never that within God either. You can continue to grow within your relationship with God, and there's never, there's never a. This is it. This is this is as good as it gets. There's never with that. So continue to strive for that. You know, we talk about all the time levels. Yeah. And and we talk about you'll get here, mm -hmm. and now you're stagnant and you're stuck between the ceiling. God just wants you to be willing to step up. Right. Because once you up it, then God will give you what's at the next level. Yeah. And once you up it, he'll give you what's That's at the right. next level. We got to understand we got to keep upping ourselves in God. We got to keep right. upping ourselves in God. We got to keep striving mm -hmm. for more power, oh, more anointing, more wisdom, more mm -hmm. understanding. We have, if we just keep upping and, and setting the bar above We'll be able right. uh, to get out and reach the world. Um, so joining us with, us with us on next week. Yes. As, as we're going to bring it back one more time. God's people called to holy living. Listen, we way out here in Casper, Wyoming. Uh, we're doing our best to, to, to provide the word of God. Everything we speak, everything we say, uh, uh, unless it's talking to some of the mental health things or, you know, our examples. These are this is straight from the Bible. Right. This ain't got no butter on it to make it smell, smell good, sound good, taste good. This is straight from the word that God has given us that we believe is the infallible mm -hmm. written word of yes. God. Sugar, if you would pray, sing us out. You can go back to what you came oh, in I'm with. Sing us out. That. 
pray us out. God bless you. If you want to donate to us, it's at the bottom of your screen. Please feel free. Um, I, I don't think that anybody would ever deny that we don't use whatever is donated to us to further this ministry. May God bless you. May heaven smile on you. If you got a prayer request, go to www.tolcogic.com. I'm going to say it again. www.tolcogic.com. Submit your prayer request to us. We'll add you to our prayer list on Sunday and we'll yeah. pray for you. If you need us to call you and pray for you, we're willing to do that too. Sugar, sing us out of here. I need the for this time that you've given us this evening. Thank you for giving us the words and the wisdom and the knowledge to be able to impart it on others. I pray that whoever tuned in tonight and whoever may tune in, Lord, that you will allow this message to sink into them, Lord, and that they can live better lives, Lord, because it's all for your glory. It's all for your honor. And you have given us this power. And we cannot have power if we don't understand that we have to truly be separate, Lord, because without the separation, we're distracted. And the distraction leads to not being very powerful, God. And you've given us so much. So let us be able to take these things that we've learned this evening and be able to live better lives, lead better lives, and also reach those through that that are lost, Lord, just by the way we're living holy, oh God. We love and we thank you so much, as always, for your grace and your mercy, Lord, your kindness, but also your chastising, oh God. We love and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Listen, the second Sunday in October, let me get this out. We're going to have an outside. outside service at 2 p.m. You do not want to miss it. We're still in the planning stages. Yes. Listen, be looking forward to come across your Facebook uh, timelines. May God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Love y'all. Peace.